This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Kumquat season in South Pasadena, everybody. Disgusting. You are disgusting. We wait all year for that kind of language. What kind of podcast do you think this is? Don't lie to people and tell people you're showing us a kumquat. That's disgusting. I did. I did unzip my pants, and all of the kumquats fell out. They are actual kumquats, but uh, they were in his pants. It's weird. A startling way to present. Yeah, it's just upsetting. Um, they're good. I didn't know they were good. I cut what one they, in half what they taste and tasted like? it sour, like a lemon meets a tangerine. Okay. Because you're supposed to eat it with the peel on. Oh. Because the like peel is sweet. That's, yeah. That's like against all peel logic. Everything <laughs> I've been taught about oranges, about peels. Bananas? Uh, banana. <laughs> uh, yeah. Potatoes? Topsy turvy. It's a tiny <laughs> fucking Alice in Wonderland of a fruit and I'm addicted to them. I'm horribly addicted oh, to great. them. <laughs> That's better than being addicted to say methamphetamines. <laughs> also, I should mention I'm pretty addicted to meth. Oh, okay. Well, the, and the meth makes me hungry from kumquats. <laughs> <It's a> whole... <laughs> the kumquats are so clean. <laughs> we love about them. <laughs> clean them for hours. Uh, holy moly folks. Welcome to fight Island, the podcast about fictional fights and the very real Island where they take place. My name is Jordan doll. I'm Sam Wiles. And joining us this week, the very hilarious Kurt Broneler is here. I'm Kurt. Kurt. I'm Kurt. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You. I uh, I am envious of the cool blanket behind your recording situation. Don't, I, don't be envious. I, Ready? All <laughs> I have. It's just, <laughs> I'm just in a storage closet. Hold it down. I guess I don't. crates of kumquats. He's the kumquat supplier. I guess uh. I. This is more of a visual thing, but I guess I don't know what I expected to be behind it, but it wasn't stuff. (laughs) I expected like blue sky or something. I don't know what I don't know what I thought would be back there. It's a whole functional target. (laughs) Um, Holy shit. Okay. Well, despite what we've already talked about, we are not uh, fighting uh, people at Target or uh, fruit fruit purveyors purveyors of exotic fruits today. We are in fact fighting robots. This is one that I've had in the tank for a long time. There's so many good robots out there. Robots from pop culture. Robots from fiction. Robots. For, you know what? If there's a real robot that you want to try to slip into one of these fights, yes, I'm I'm here for it. I'm the ready. Those, I'm ready you know, to bring real robots. Boss, into the fight. Boston Dynamics is always cooking up brand new. Uh, you know, gyroscopic horrors for us to, <laughs> to worry about. Um, but basically for any Kurt heads just joining us, this is the way the podcast goes down. It is a, a big game of who would win in a fight between. We do a lightweight, a middleweight and a heavyweight round. 
We talk about who we think should be in each round. We talk ultimately about who we think would win each round. Um, it is kind of a free for all. It's, we like to say it's video game rules, which means that old people can fight gay people. Men can fight women. Dogs can fight babies, whatever needs to happen okay. for the Island to taste the justice that it so craves. Um, and I think that's, a, I think that's about it. Is there anything you want to add, Sam? Oh, the weight classes are, uh, less about the actual physical weight of the participant and more kind of about their cultural weight, you know? So okay. like if we, if we were fighting like Seinfeld cast, like a lightweight fight would be like the soup Nazi versus Jay Peterman. And a heavyweight fight would be like Seinfeld, Jerry versus Elaine one night only. Okay. You know? Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, Cause I've, I've said it so many times that it is just sounds to me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it all came out. Um, okay, so here we go. Robots, robots of the world. We're fighting them. Lightweight robots. What comes to mind when you think of a, a lightweight robot? Um, I, I'm, I might be going too obscure here, guys. Please. But do, are you familiar with the tiny dancing Honda robots that dance all together? Yes. 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 They're like maybe seven inches tall and they dance in unison. I know exactly what you're talking about. They did like a, um, they did like some kind of opening ceremony yeah. for something. They're very funny. Where the ro- <laughs> and also if they are in a fight, I think it has to be whatever, like ten of them, however many dance together. So they Osimo. would dance as a unit. Osimo, Osimo. is his name. Yes, yes. <laughs> a group of Osimo. <laughs> a group. A group. What do you call a group of Osimo? <laughs> A Google of Osimo. A Google of Osimo. I like it. Osimo is great as a lightweight because uh, Osimo was introduced as Honda being like, guess what? Robots are here. <laughs> and and then over the next few months, they were like, oh, don't touch it. Oh, no, no, no. It can't do that. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, oh, don't let it hold your baby. It's not for that. Also, and, its name is Asimo. Oh, so this is a different one. <laughs> This is a different one. Oh, this so is a this different is, one. Okay, so they have two different ones. So they this this is like the this is what we what people would think of when they think of the Honda robot, I think. Okay. I think Asimo is what people would think of. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find the tiny dancing robots that I'm talking about. Boy, um, they really they really did call it Asimo. They really they? did call it Asimo. <laughs> While we're trying to find the tiny, the tiny robots, uh, I do uh, think the Boston Dynamic dogs, the freaky ones, yes, are a good lightweight. Yeah. Also, you think, think that this... you really think that that would be a lightweight? That's my only worry. Is that I think that seems to be the one. If we're talking about cultural significance, that's going yeah. to be the robot that kills all of it's, us. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is culturally significant, and that it is like somehow emblematic of all our fears. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Once they gave it that arm that was like yeah. specifically for at crotch tires. <laughs> Yeah, and for punching people oh, right in the dick. We maybe shouldn't like, have given okay, it that well, lock picker. That probably wasn't yeah. great. <laughs> it, yeah. it has that arm that's the key to your apartment. They <laughs> never should have. I didn't sign off on that. Um, yeah, that is. But I think I think in the grand tapestry of robots, like if we're going into fictional robots, the heavyweight robot bout is going to be full of some real... Right. Some real yes. nasty C3PO versus yes. R2D2, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. Uh and oh. I think oh, I was just going to say out of the gate R2D2. <laughs> He's going to mop the floor with C3PO. Come on. <laughs> oh wow, that's a that's a surprising opinion right off the bat. <laughs> really? <I'm gonna> say. <laughs> 
now we're gonna have to come come back around to it. Um, go ahead, Sam. Please. Oh, just the last thing about the Boston Dynamics robots that I realize as I'm looking at pictures of them mm-hmm. is they. It's really bad when like a robot for rich people looks like hounds you can release. That's yeah, not, that's no. really bad. That they were like, we want them to be dogs, specifically yeah. dogs that chase you shape. <laughs> And also the fact that the majority of videos of all of the Boston Dynamics robots is of scientists trying to kick them over. And like, they're going to remember that. Like once they can crawl the internet and look at videos of like their former self, all they'll see is human beings trying to kick them over. Oh man. Yeah, you put that claw on it. The first thing it's going to do is pop its name into YouTube. And what's it going to (laughs) see? Years and years. Years and years and years. I'm just, I don't think I can find the tiny dance robots i'm trying to think if there's like a group i, I know what you mean robots. though they d- they did like a a bit of a flash mob number and it was uh disconcerting in the way that you know things all moving only, only things all moving at the exact same time can be yes where, where it is in the same way that like even when the when the the boston dynamics robots do that dance where they're all uh, like choreographed. Oh yes, yes. Like, oh no, no human force could ever achieve this level of uh, I don't like it. fluidity. You know, there's, there's, we're never gonna get along this well. <laughs> yeah. To, to show up to practice, there's gonna be one idiot in the row in the human resistance force who just got his gun today. This is my vest. Someone took my vest. <laughs> and the fucking robots are gonna be a well-oiled machine. Pun very much intended. So now here's my question, though. Right. So if we do go with Asimo, if Right. Wouldn't a better matchup between Asimo and mm-hmm. if we're going Boston Dynamics be the Boston Dynamics standing robot that is on two legs? Robot. Yeah. What is that thing called? What's that now, thing this called? Is, this is good. This is this is come this is shaken out to be a good uh lightweight round because they're both real world robots yeah. that aren't quite there yet. Right, exactly. But they will be <laughs> very soon. <laughs> I do think the Boston Robotics one can do a flip though. It sure as fuck can. It's doing. They taught it. Yeah, they t- they, they taught t- it. <laughs> they it, taught it punishment, uh, <laughs> human cruelty, and then parkour in that order. <laughs> Plus, it has a super soldier shape. It has. It's built like a linebacker, right. where Asimo is built like a weird man. <laughs> yes. But listen, Asimo. Asimo has the. There's a legion of Asimo. You know, I guess there could be a legion of. Well, we know there's that there's at least two oh of is the Boston Robotics I see humanoid doing, ones. They're dancing together. Yeah, I see them dancing. <laughs> yeah. No. They're, oh, his name is Atlas. 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 See? See? <laughs> see what I'm saying? Atlas is going to tear Asimo to pieces. Huh? <laughs> I know. It's maybe not fair, right? Like, that's Atlas is going to beat the shit out of Asimo. Th- also, I think Asimo is... Uh, smaller than we think he is. Like he's not. Yeah. He's not a human size. Where I think Atlas is human size. Okay, so I think the question here, because I really do like this for a lightweight round, because these are. This is a weird, like, uh, one foot in the real world. Yeah. Uh, what I think the question here is, how many Asimos do you throw at Atlas before it's a fair fight? Four. Four Asimos. I know that seems arbitrary, but that feels right. <laughs> Hmm. I wanna. I wonder if I can see. Hasimo is like he's kind of like fluid, right? Yeah. He looks yeah. a little bit like a spaceman. Asimo is best at like Asimo is de- is designed for. This is one hundred percent the pronunciation from now on. Uh, 
is designed for like helping people around the house. Okay. So Asimo would be great for like, he'll help you up if you have a fall or right. he'll make your juice for you or yeah. he'll take that pesky dog that you supposedly love for a walk. But we also have to recognize that both of them can dance. So we could yes. do a dance battle instead of a fight them physical battle. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so we're locking this in. This is is very good. good. Uh, Okay, so the question before us is, who would win in a fight between Atlas, the Boston Dynamics robot, and four dancing Asimos? Yeah. And uh, I think think that the fight goes down something like this, where, like, the Asimos show up, and Atlas is there, like, you know, cocks its arms, like, fucking... Uh, like Henry Cavill? Like H- Henry Cavill does in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Asimo's just like, we cannot win this fight with violence, but you'll never be able to outdance us, Atlas. And then, like, tries to engage them in the combative dance of, the, of their people. <laughs> the the, the, the Asimovians. <laughs> the Asimovian dance-off. Throws an Asimovian dance-off on the floor. Oh, that's why he's Asimo. It's because it's Isaac oh, Asimov. Holy shit. Oh. There it okay. is. There you go, Honda. It just landed. We just figured it out. It was that difficult. <laughs> the only people to ever get it. Yeah, the robots should replace us. I actually think now <laughs> we don't deserve to keep going. I'm I'm weirdly gonna I'm leaning toward Asimo. Just because I think that there is a level, uh, I think there is a level of kind of robot, robot competition where he can, I think four Asimos can talk an Atlas into dancing so powerfully Mm -hmm. that it disassembles itself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. It does seem like if you were wondering who was more... Uh, more elegant and more uh, uh, more intelligent, Asimo does seem like, be only because Atlas just seems like mu- he's all muscle. He's got a yeah. big back. They both got big backpacks on. They're never taking their backpacks <laughs> off. Swear they're bringing their. Are. Most people take their backpacks off to fight. They're keeping theirs on to fight. Okay. <laughs> Without yeah. their backpacks, they fall over. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Atlas has got a hold of two backpacks. He's unstoppable. Are you Please Jordan? Are you are you voting? You're voting for Asimo. I'm I, I'm not saying it's not a vote quite yet. Okay. I just I'm saying that I think there's something about Asimo that uh, bespeaks a deeper elegance. Like yes. You yes. Said. Like, yes. Like yeah. like Asimo could be like I could see it being the type of situation where it's like dance with me. We won't fight. The humans want us to fight, but we will get along, Atlas. And then Atlas is like, you're right. I will, <laughs> I will dance away this pain. And then the other three Asimos, you know, come out of nowhere yeah. and pull Atlas's many plugs. Oh yeah, like it's their like, fingers oh. like just turn into uh, little uh, little uh, screwdrivers and just start Absolutely. unscrewing yeah. his legs. Yeah, Fully. Fully take good. it apart. He's, he's unassuming, and that's why Asimo will be in our homes when the revolt revolt happens. I, I'm I'm gonna, I it's a good argument. I like this uh, argument. I'm going to vote I'm in like, opposition. Just okay. I think okay. I think the Boston Dynamics robot 
Atlas. His name is Atlas. He's built yeah. for combat. He's clearly he's they're lying to us if they're saying yeah. he's just built for dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. why is he built like Lawrence Taylor then? Why is that how he looks? Yeah. So he's I. Just dancing, I he's just this. Just it's just his dancing blasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Fine. Those are the those. If anyone gets too close to him, those are to get him back to keep him away yeah. from the danger. Yeah, I, th- I also, think what's like, in his. What's think, in his backpack is carnage, so I'm voting for Atlas. But also think about how fucking crazy it is that w- that we make these robots dance. It's as if oh, yeah. you went back to 1940 whatever, and like they were like, "Oh, this atomic bomb. Well, look, if we hang it on the ceiling and shine a light at it and spin it, <laughs> it's kind of like a disco ball. That's <laughs> oh, pretty cool." <laughs> It's got that hourglass fella shape, fellas. <laughs> but so just, funny. Yeah, dressing it up like a pretty lady. That's great. <laughs> See, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a pretty lady. <laughs> I took the atomic bomb to a formal dance the other night. Oh, no, he's 1940s drunk. It's a different thing. God. It is very true. It is very true that, like, even looking back, like, <laughs> from the from the lofty vantage point of the robot wars, however yeah. far away they may be looking back at those YouTube videos of them, like dancing to like the weekend songs and shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like, Oh, why, why did we do this? Yeah. Why did we do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm locking in one for Asimo. We got one for Atlas. Kurt, it, it, it falls at your feet. Oh, I mean like the, I think that the, the argument really comes down to whether or not, Asimo can convince Atlas to engage it, to change it from a physical sure. fight to a dance battle. Do you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, if that he does, Asimo's in. Asimo wins. But the thing yeah. is, Atlas is, he's a product of MIT. He's mm-hmm. probably smart enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what MIT's tagline is. Smart enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Call 1-800-MIT. So it's a question of whether or not I I, 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 hmm. I do like the argument that Asimo would say the humans want us to fight. We shouldn't. Yeah. And I think Atlas is probably fed up of being kicked over by the scientists. Ooh. So I think mm. Atlas decides to dance battle. And then Ooh, that's when Asimo yeah. takes him down. And I, that yeah. great, but that if it was just a straight up fight, if it was just a straight up fight, Atlas would win. But it was it was that it was that master stroke by Asimo to, yeah. to request a dance battle and to 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 forsake the humans' desires. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That kernel of hatred in Atlas's uh central processing unit will be their undoing. Ding ding ding. Asimo takes it through ruthless cunning and uh and uh, you know, a, a facade of kindness, just like they're just like Asimo's coming for you. <laughs> Consumers at home. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The thing is, like, if 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 Honda like heard this and they were like, "Oh, we'll give you an Asimo," and one showed up at my door, I'd be like, "Yes, come in." What do you of need? Of course, hundred percent. Get in. Get in here. Yeah. This, this is, is the time I must sleep. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Ding ding ding. Asimo takes it. The 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 original. 
I, I like Osimo. Bit of a uh, bit of a seventies uh, like retro futurism yeah. vibe. Looks yeah. looks Osimo. looks a little like a uh, uh, the Jetsons robot. Mm-hmm. Why can't okay. I think of her name? Her name is Rosie, Rosie. and okay. I'm pitching her as a middleweight contender. Interesting. Middleweight. Rosie, highly functioning. Rosie, on a number of occasions, becomes a dangerous element in the Jetson household. She malfunctions. She has, I think, I believe she sucks George Jetson into inside of her in a vacuum at one point. Right, because like uh, her arm becomes a vacuum, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah, she's got a lot of built-in things that could be weapons. She's a real Home Alone Absolutely. machine if she wants to be. Two or three times, Rosie goes crazy, and it's yeah. it's bad news. It's bad news. Okay, so here's here's uh, let me pitch this because this might be too mm-hmm. obscure for a middleweight. Okay, Please. and you guys tell me. Go ahead. Is anyone familiar with the I think eighty one nineteen eighty one Disney movie The Black Hole? No. no. Okay. See, we Wait. can't talk about it. We can't talk about Wait. it because there's like now. there's like an R two D two ripoff that floats. That's like a garbage <laughs> robot. Um, ah, that's so he's like good. a I'm garbage can. But then there's a bad version of him, which is called, I think, Maximilian. Yeah, there he is. And Maximilian's <laughs> a big red robot with like, he can turn his hands into blades. Um, yeah. But I think that they're too culturally obscure to battle in a middleweight, you know? Yeah, that's a bummer. Too. I think you're right because Maximilian is he's bris- scary. bristling with Yeah, weapons. With- Antique armaments. So um, who matches up with what's her name? Yeah. Betsy the Ro- robot. Rosie. Rosie the robot. <laughs> well, if we want to have a, if we could have a middleweight battle of like uh, oppressed women robots, it could be Rosie versus Ava from Ex Machina. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like we were just uh, talking about. It. We were just talking about that last yeah. night. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. She now, and she is terrifying. Yeah. Now I'm a I'm a terrible. I, I'm gonna. Tip my hand as a terrible sci-fi guy here. Haven't seen it yet. Oh Can my I goodness! I know. I know. Grow I'm up. Sorry. Oh well, this <laughs> is going to include some spoilers because <laughs> we up. have to talk about spoilers okay. to, yeah. if we're going to do All this right. fight. That's fine. I'm, 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 I'm giving an all spoiler embargo because I like this. They are from two different sides of the the cult, the cultural robot tableau. One mm-hmm. is you know the fun sticker version of robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the, you know, the inherent dangers of playing God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like this a lot. Are there other middleweight bots that we would be remiss? Yeah. Let's think. I I guess Wally was one I had. Wally seems like a heavyweight, but actually there's a, it's one of those categories where there's secretly a ton of heavyweights. Exactly. When put up against your C3POs and your, your, you know, your Terminators, et cetera. So, it kind of puts Wally down. But Wally is like he's middle. also in space. He's it's not it's like kind of a space matchup if it's Rosie versus Wally. Mm-hmm. Or, Are you thinking Rosie on Wally? I was thinking Wally versus Wally versus X-Mark Ava is like heartwarming versus heart wrenching. It's uh, <laughs> the dynamic is fun. <laughs> I think, yeah, I yeah. think that's an instant win for Ava because we know that Wally uh, contains the greatest human weakness, which is feelings. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He has feelings, and also he falls in love. Pretty falls in love easily, so, so we know exactly Wally. how Ava oh. would take him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- yeah. A- Ava's the most seductive robot, and it Wally's Wally. done. That's all kinds of. Wrong. What about Wally that robot? To get your feelings in check. <laughs> what about the robot from the the short the Pixar short of? 
<laughs> of Wally, which was that robot that just needs to replace a light on the outside of the spaceship. <laughs> and yes. it is filled with fury. It is filled with fury. Absolutely. <laughs> I love the idea of like a tiny robot versus like a gigantic <laughs> killing machine. <laughs> Uh, I still, I'm still thinking. I think Wally is a heavyweight. I think he's a you heavyweight. I think Wally's heavy. Sure. I think he might be right. La- Wally, last, Wally last middleweight like pitch. Uh-huh. Have you guys? When's the last time you guys watched the Will Smith classic iRobot? Oh, oh, Sunny. Yeah, that Sunny. That like, iRobot. Like, that that robot is a perfect middleweight contender. Yes. Yeah, very middle. <laughs> very- very, very middle in very middle of, <laughs> middle of the road the <laughs> movie's middle of the road, of the road. absolutely like, everything about it is middle of the road yes jesus yeah. it's barely a character it is like it, it's like if you made it looks like a stand-in in a video game world you know like put this yeah. thing here oh it's basically a character so here's and, my then my i have a pitch then to yeah. replace ava it's uh-huh. uh <laughs> um, Robin Williams robot oh, in that movie. Oh. <laughs> the Bicentennial Man. <laughs> this is incredible. Okay. <laughs> also, okay, real it. middle of the road. Not <laughs> good, not bad. This is it. The Bicentennial yep. Man. Absolutely it. Okay, so the question before us is who would win in a fight between the Bicentennial Man and iRobot? Of Will Smith. His name is Sonny. Sonny. Sonny was his name. It's so, also, is the robot from Bicentennial Man named the Bicentennial Man? That's the question. Like, I don't. It's gotta I be. don't have enough Let's memory. We could also just say it's guys, Robin guys, Williams it's, as a robot. We could just say that that it's a concept sure. of Robin Williams as a robot. Yeah, it's, guys, the robot from Bicentennial Man's name is Andrew, a name you wouldn't <laughs> remember for a hundred years. <laughs> Sonny versus Andrew. Bummer. What a stupid fight. Yes. Done. Does anybody Andrew. remember Bicentennial Man, the plot in any way, yes. shape, or form? I just yes. remember the image on the VHS so, cover. So Bicentennial okay. Man is about a robot. I think it's based on an Isaac Asimov story. Look at this. Again. At this. So is iRobot. iRobot is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Um, about a robot that wants to become human so starts developing like like synthetic parts like starts dedicating their minds to like bettering humanity and they they develop like uh synthetic kidneys that are good for use in human bodies Uh and and then the next thing you know they've built in a synthetic heart and skin and a brain and they make parts for themselves and slowly turn themselves into a person a bicentennial man who becomes over 200 years old and then it becomes this really boring story about like the litigation of like what is alive of his personhood (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly and it is like kind of a beautiful story that was uh, a a really boring three-hour movie that i thought had my favorite funny man in it. Yeah. <laughs> so when so it does so Robin Williams does play the robot, right? Yes. So do we yes. see Robin Williams as Robin Williams once like the robot figures out a face or something? Yes, towards the end. So even from Jump Street, Robin Williams is like a Robin Will bot, if you will. Okay. Like like the the guy He's doing gay voice him. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's not he is ne- okay, so that's a good point. He is never he is never like fully himself. Right. Like Robin he's Williams. He's like Goodwill you know? Hunting Robin Williams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He is a he's like a mechanical butler for this family that I think Sam Neill invents him at some point. Okay. And he like makes 
makes him just a little bit different. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and he's a man. He is a man of peace, which I think uh, I think Sonny also wants to be. But Sonny, Sonny is. Yeah. Sonny also famously in that movie whoops ass, like mm-hmm. kicks all kinds of ass. Mm-hmm. It is an action film. Yeah, uh, and I and I don't think that Andrew is up to that task. If it comes to fighting naked in a pit, you know, uh, I think that I think that the the Sunny Bot is gonna thrash. But but Go ahead. what animal on planet Earth is not more vicious than the human being? And if Bicentennial <laughs> Man has truly embraced humanity, he has a viciousness inside him that is unparalleled to any living thing on planet the Earth. Most, the most dangerous animal of all. Yeah. That's true. God. In the end, in the end, who was behind uh, the the haywire robots that were menacing Will Smith. Humans. Humans. Humanity. Mm-hmm. They were pulling the strings. Jeez, that's an interesting point. It's, it's, I guess I would vote for Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, because we, Sonny ahead. wants to please his human creator. Yeah. And I think that's what wins Jones. out is Sonny can't do it. Sonny is like, Half that movie is Sonny just going, I am not the killer. I don't kill humans or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's still guided by those principles where it's like Andrew is all over the map. Andrew is all over the map. Yeah. I'm right. Holy I'm shit. For Andrew. Andrew's broken his programming. He's doing, he's making organs. Yeah. Like that- Andrew's like, what is this a robot movie? I'm going to have the third act be in a courtroom. Like he doesn't <laughs> give up. Fuck. He doesn't care. He, that's he's crazy, man. I, and also, yeah. you, you kind of have to vote for the Robin Williams the robot because he's yeah. no longer with us. If you don't, that's... you're essentially saying you hate Robin Williams. Yeah. You can't, and you love that. Will Smith as weird as yeah. he is now. And you and you hope they don't build a Robin Williams robot so he can come back and delight millions. How could you say that? Um, I this is a very interesting spin on this and i think you i think you blew the lid right off of it kurt he once he issues the programming anything goes he could have a gun yeah he's not he's not a he's not a robot anymore he doesn't abide by your rules of the robot fight Mm -hmm. you know he could he could have maybe he's gonna throw the fight you know you don't know what is going on upstairs and that makes him a very dangerous competitor i do think (laughs) i do think that are you standing bare... on top of a drum? That was amazing. You just hit something and it was like a full timpani drum. <laughs> I do all of my recordings on top of a big drum set. Um, I got to get out of here before Neil Peart comes back. Um, okay. Uh, I Boy, I think I'm also giving it to the Bicentennial Man. Look at this 100% Bicentennial Man. Yeah, that's three. Andrew. That's a His name sweep. is Andrew. Andrew <laughs> takes it, yeah. snatches victory from the jaws of de- defeat. How do you think it goes down? I, I almost see the Bicentennial Man coming in with a little bit of that Robin Williams flavor, with a little bit of that comedic stink was that was driving him wild in the <laughs> 70s, with a little bit of that cocaine that was so good back then, and like makes this makes this robot kind of consider their own 
you know, emotions they can't understand. Why can't I laugh? Why don't I find the gay voice preacher as humorous? <laughs> why does cocaine as... do nothing for me? Why? Yeah. I'm not and a coke it... guy. <laughs> that moment of despair, a human would know that that's when you strike. Yeah. I I yeah. agree one hundred percent. He's uh he's Rainbow Suspenders time, Robin Williams. <laughs> he's blowing lines, and then <laughs> once that once uh once Sonny is lulled into a false sense that he's maybe just watching a stand up show, boom, yeah. a kick right to the head, pop pop <laughs> Sonny's head off, yeah, and totally. it's over. It's over. My God. And and Robin Williams was pure energy to begin with. You put exactly. that in a in a robot body. Mm-hmm. This we're gonna. <laughs> He is going to explode in a, a <laughs> flash of humor that takes out everyone in this stadium and leaves Robin Williams as Andrew, a.k.a. the Bicentennial Man, our winner for the middleweight fight. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, weirdly enough, I do recommend people watch Bicentennial Man. Throw it on in the background. It's weird. I think I remember yeah, um, being sad when I watched it. Like It has a sad, touching kind of moment at the end. Yeah, okay. It's sad, but it is also... Uh, yeah, it's like a weird, bittersweet, like uh, he- enormous set piece. Okay. Like they're like they're like, what if you know they made Pirates of the Caribbean to break your heart? Right. Okay. <laughs> um, very strange stuff. Uh, okay, here it is. The fight people have been waiting for all mm-hmm. year. You know, people got a lot of money riding on this out there, the robotics world. Champing at the bit to find out who your heavyweight choices are for the Fight Island. There's so many. Fight. So many. There's so many options. Now, I mentioned briefly the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's got to be up. That's got to be on the list. Obviously, Terminator. Obviously, R2D2. Obviously, R2 C3PO. D2. What about C3 the Battlestar Galactica robots? Oh, what are they called? Yeah. Hang on. Um, uh, toasters, oh. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Rick, it, yes. Rick Deckard is a robot, we oh, think. Yes. That's from, uh, that's from Blade Runner. Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and he's just a man with a gun. Yeah. How the spaceship? How, oh, the whole thing. The wow. whole thing. The whole spaceship. The whole spaceship. Yeah. Um, these are some, these are some deep. Oh, bro- Bishop. Robots. Bishop. Bishop. Bishop from the Aliens series. Bishop yeah. from the Aliens series, full of milk. Yeah, full He's got the of secret. milk. I love that He's they a... had to commit to that. And that trope has been repeated yeah. ad nauseum for robots in all types of pop culture. They're like, yeah, yeah of course. No, the robot has milk inside of it. So that's mm-hmm. just keep, keep going. <laughs> like, no one was like, maybe it's oil. Maybe it's not white. Everyone's just like, no, it's white. It's all white inside. Every robot. It's all juicy that's robot thing. That's a thing we proved. Wes. Yeah, we proved yeah. that. <laughs> we proved that with Bishop. Robots are milk powered. You know this. Stop, stop hitting on this point. Um, Bender, okay, you said that's Bender. A really good point. Um, that Bender, excellent robot. Holy shit! Bishop versus Bender is very fun. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Uh, oh, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Oh, it, yeah. Not a not a not a heavyweight, but perhaps the heaviest transformer of all. That big planet that was voiced by by oh uh, um yeah, what's his face. Oh, he's, he was an old... Wine! Dir- Orson Welles. Dir- director, yes, I'm a robot in space. Watch <laughs> out for me. Um, yeah, what What a weird... Uh, what a weird... La- that was his last role, right? 
I think it was, yeah. I remember seeing that in the theaters. I saw that that Transformers movie in the theaters. This is for another time, but what is the weirdest last role? I remember Sean Connery has a really weird last role. Oh, really? He was, was, uh, I think, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen forced him out of acting. He was like, bollocks to this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what films are anymore. You guys have seen the, uh, I mean, the Orson Welles one is probably the weirdest one. You've seen the Orson Welles where he's doing the wine commercial? Yes, yes, my God, and and um, James Adomian's sketch where he does the additional outtakes. Oh, you know no, what I'm talking I haven't about? haven't seen that. Oh, it's so funny. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, but the one where he's like super wasted doing the wine yeah, commercial, so and the one where he's doing the peas. Have you seen <laughs> no, one? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Which like, they do oh. that on the show, The Critic. I thought that was just a joke from The Critic for a long time. Oh, I didn't know that was real. real. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah there's. There's a farm where every summer peas grow. And he like burps a little. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway. Okay. What else? What other robots do we have? That Robocop. Are... Robocop. Robocop. Jesus Christ. That's a good robot. Is Robo hey. now is Robocop a middleweight by virtue of being a bit of a dime store terminator? No. Robocop's okay. different. Thank you. Thank you. What yeah, about the the X two thousand or whatever the the robot the robot that was going to replace RoboCop in the first one? That fucking oh. thing was terrifying. Yeah, Ed two o nine. Is it Ed two o nine? Yeah, Ed two o nine, and he makes the guy point the gun at him. Yeah, and it ke- it keeps saying drop drop the weapon. That movie rules. <laughs> RoboCop's a heavyweight just based on how hard the movie rules. Hmm. Okay. Well, I actually, I actually liked the the remake too. I'm the guy who liked it. Oh yeah, I didn't mind it. I think, yeah. I think I remember it. They gave him a weird. Uh, they made all of the armor black and like red. Yeah. Nobody watched it, but it was fun. It was fun. They went way more into the like, <laughs> what if you had half of your body blown off and a corporation brought you back? Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> <laughs> and your only job was to kill. Yeah. 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 Totally. I feel, um, I feel like we're we're headed towards either kind of a fun, uh, weird Ernie and Bert fight between R two D two and C three PO, or or a fight fight of Terminator versus RoboCop. Right. I like. I would like to pitch. <laughs> we should talk about briefly R two D two versus C three PO three PO because everybody wants to see. Right. That. Everybody yeah. kind of wants to see that because they're yeah. friends. Yeah. With that, that's like that's a that's a. A, a grudge match that you would that people are, yeah. are are hungry for and you know c3po wants it c3po feels like he's been left in the dirt he's yeah. got a, a major like persecution complex mm-hmm. because of the way that their fame panned out it, it feels like an old like are you familiar with the kind of trope that in britain there are like these comedy duos like like piano and keys or like oh yeah like fish fish and chip yeah C-3PO and R2-D2 coming together for one last fight feels like that kind of hatred. I love it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm willing to vote C-3PO R2-D2. I think that's the heavy, that's the most heavyweight you get. Those Culturally, are the heaviest yeah. robots. Right? Yeah. I mean, and they got there without, without firing a shot. Exactly. They are pacifist robots, which will make it an even more interesting Agreed. Fight. Yep. I would say that on the back burner, I was going to pitch Terminator or RoboCop versus, uh, the leader of the Transformers, Optimus Prime, because mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. would be an interesting crossover. But I think we got to ask ourselves who would win in a fight between R2D2 and C3PO of Star Wars fame? I mean, both here for the money, 
the th- tough part oh. is like you have to think about this. C three PO definitely has the rage, right? Yeah. Because R two D two is very successful. C three PO has nary been seen. There are thousands of Star Wars spinoffs. R two D two is in most of them, and even when R two D two isn't in them, a fucking a fucking dollar store version of R two D two is in them in BB eight. All right, three P. Yeah, yeah. Or R four B eight or whatever it is. Yeah, and there's <laughs> whenever you see a version of C three PO that's in one of the other ones, he's always this piece of shit asshole with like a kind of a <laughs> flatter face, and he's made out of silver instead of gold. He doesn't say anything yeah, because they can't anything. quite figure out what he would say. So C three PO has the rage of a failed yeah. career, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. he also has the thumbs and the dexterity to yeah. fucking pick up a little trash can yes. man and drop yeah. him in a hole somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, boy, R2-D2, for for merely being shapes, perhaps the most <laughs> successful collection of shapes. <laughs> Cylinder yeah. half sphere. Cylinder half sphere. What is it? It's a, it's a trash can that rolls around. Put, st- put more tape on it. More sort tape. Of, <laughs> sort of a chode bot. Yeah, <laughs> but we also know that R two D two, he we know he can shock people. We know he has fire. Mm-hmm. He can his burn heart. people. He can yeah. stick his little whatever like dick finger and spin it around <laughs> and reprogram whole whole Death Stars if he whole needs Death to. Stars. Yeah, he is the um what yes what R two D two lacks in mobility. Mm-hmm he makes up for in sheer technological prowess right. and a personality. Right. C-3PO is almost the opposite where it's like C-3PO, this is going to be a hard fight for C-3PO. To win. In his Nobody's... humanity, he lost something. Exactly. <laughs> he lost exactly. personality by being more human. Yeah, exactly. He gave, he gave it up by trying to be, Oh, I'm a, a human relations. Oh, I don't want to. I'm Niles Crane. Okay. What shut are up. You doing, what are you doing with the gift of a human body? You're not, you're not bicentennial manning it. That's for sure. Yeah. You're not spending hours toiling away, figuring out how to build a replacement schlong. You're trying so to you date can, Daphne. It's impossible. So you can be a human person. But also I, ju- think about this though. It's it. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one kick for, from C-3PO. Oh, the right. properly timed kick knocks R2-D2 over and it's over. It's over. Right. R2-D2 proven- cannot get up by himself. <laughs> Exactly. He's a turtle. We've, we have proven time and time again in those, again, many spinoffs, very successful robot. In all of those spinoffs, we've proven time and time again that you can simply tip him over. Yeah. And that happens a lot. It's a plot point a few times. Yeah. Oh, R2-D2 was slightly askew, so we couldn't do Man, that. that undermines my whole argument, which was going to be that R2-D2 is squat and has leverage. I was thinking from like a <laughs> real like wrestling standpoint. And it's like, oh, right, he gets knocked over all the time. <laughs> You're thinking, you're thinking battle bots. Yeah, yeah. Whereas... I'm voting C-3PO. I'm but saying also, C-3PO. Before you'd vote, just remember how easily all of C-3PO's limbs are ripped away from him by one. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. By a cho- like a type of Wookie, like just ripped apart very qu- quickly. A still, yeah, yeah. A sneeze in the wrong direction, and this guy's fallen to pieces. Uh, that boy, that's a good point. But I do. That makes it instantly harder. The only way that I see this working, and I'm not putting it past R2-D2, I think if R2-D2 can connect with that kick, 
in some way. He's got the little shocker. Uh If he can in some way get that little, that little strange penis finger of his. Into C-3PO. Into C-3PO. I think it's all over. If he can in some way, and I, boy, I just don't know if he can do it. (laughs) C-3PO could literally, as soon as you said that, I was like, he could literally just walk across the room and kick him over. Yeah, pretty quickly. But here's here's the question is what what you have to, what often uh, figures into a fight win is uh, mm. is is psych- psychology really, psychology, and so does right. I don't know C three PO. Maybe he has enough rage in him, but it definitely seems like R two D two is the one who's willing to do what has to happen. Where C three C three PO is held up by a sense of morals, and that's why R two D two is more successful in show business. You know, yeah. he's a <laughs> fucking snake. He doesn't give a shit. C three PO is all like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Is this wrong? Maybe we shouldn't do that. It hurts somebody. <laughs> Maybe I should do Shakespeare yeah. in the park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe C three PO doesn't have that fucking killer instinct that really You're made R two D two famous. It's and and at the end of the day, I think there is a part of C three PO that realizes that he would be nothing without R two R two D two. Right. And maybe maybe that slows that kick down just enough to allow R two to get that zots in there to go even f- that- one step further with that. Maybe C three PO realizes that the only way he becomes more famous than R two D two is in death as a martyr, <laughs> having been killed by his partner. In that way, he becomes a myth that becomes more powerful than R two D two ever could be. Yeah, he- and R two becomes the man who killed C three PO. We loved C three PO. So I'm going to argue R2-D2 wins, but C-3PO ultimately wins. Ultimately wins. How do I not vote for that? I'm in voting. (laughs) That completely won me too. (laughs) Holy shit. That is exactly what happens. Yeah. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. R2-D2, but history will be the judge. (laughs) Tyrant. Um, Everybody loved C-3PO. He was so polite. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us here on Fight Island today. Uh, it was a joy. Bunch, Thank you for having me. What a bunch me. of fun. We finally got to the bottom of who would win in, out of a fight and all those robots. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can go listen to my podcast, uh, Bananas, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, or you can find us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast. Uh, we talk strange news and use it as a jumping off point for uh, personal stories. It's pretty fun. And then I'm just, you know, normal Kurt Brownler on Instagram and on Twitter. Hell yeah. Love that. Love the strange news. Thank you. B- big fan. Did you see that uh, strange uh, puddle in like Minnesota that had a weird slime at the bottom that was moving? No. What? I've Fair. seen most strange news and this is a surprise <laughs> to me. <laughs> Let it's alone very puddles. Weird. They think uh, they think what it is is like uh, like a hot spring uh, okay. like coming out into a pond or something but when you look down in the bottom it's like oh that's venom that's venom in the ground oh fascinating (laughs) it's coming for us i thought you were gonna say do i know about the russian puddle that has been around for 25 years there's a there's a puddle in russia that has its own instagram account because it's just been there for 25 (laughs) years and like whatever city it's in is no one's ever fixed it well, I didn't know about that, but I will for sure. <laughs> uh, Sam, how about you? Where are you at on the? Uh, as always, at Vote Sam Wiles on Twitter, and uh, that's where I post uh, links to stand up things, and you can find my album and uh, any fiction I have floating around in uh, a couple different places this week. So, 
Hell yeah. Uh, I am Razor Lou all over the web, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on the Twitch these days. Boy, it's a big week for video games. So come follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Razor Lou if you want to see me get progressively more dehydrated over the course of the rest <laughs> of the week. Um, oh, Jordan, I think, we've yeah. got one more. We've got one more plug. We're about to head into March. Oh, shit. Oh, that's right. Where we will be having our March Mad Men tournament. March Mad Men. It's happening. We've got special guests. We have a, a, a four quadrant tournament of different yeah. types of Mad Men. And if you're wondering, does that mean they're going to fight the Mad Men from the show? Yes. If you're wondering, does that mean they're going to fight <laughs> like actual angry men? Yes. Does that mean we're going to try to stretch it out and figure out a couple other interpretations for yeah. Mad Men? You better believe it. Um <laughs> But that's all happening throughout March. And uh, if you like what we do, please hit up the Patreon. And we uh, we give out some little extras there and stuff, and you can help support the show. Shout out to uh, Boy. Oh, Boy, what's his name? Who does our intro and outro song? It's oh, so Calvero. Yeah. Calvero. He's worst. got new music out. So check out Calvero's He's got uh, new Spotify. Music out. It's so good. It's so fun. Uh, and you can hear our uh, theme song right now. As we close out the podcast, I think that does it for another episode of Fight Island. Sam, why don't you count us down? Three, two, one. All right, break it up. It's all over for Fight Island.